Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Blue Crew, a New York Rangers podcast <laughs> on the Podcast Network. Boys are already buzzing. Uh, I'm your host, Johnny Lazarus, joined by my good friend, Cody Frankel and Avery Zaretsky. And we are, we already can't control our laughter. I don't even know where we should uh, start because the vibes are just unreal right now. Dude, what did, where did <laughs> that come from? I don't know. I chirped Cody for his hair, and then you guys started making fun of my lip injections. And I think from there, it just kind of... So you so you got oh, lip injections? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I did not. Just confirming. I did not. Yo, confirmation. Right, I'll, I'll back tweeted, Johnny on this. No, I'll back Johnny caps. on this. I'll grab the Aquaphor. I have it right behind me. <laughs> I'll back Johnny on this. He's uh, you know, Johnny's you know, wearing Aquaphor, and Cody said that he looks like he has lip injections. I just have great lips, guys. Johnny just uh, fumbled. Everyone yeah, he, Johnny he fumbled, fumbled that wording there. Johnny. Yeah, that was tough. Tough to see. All right, let's get rolling, boys. The let's New York go. Rangers are 11 and two going into this break. I don't know whatever you want to call it. It's not their actual bye week, but the Rangers are maybe the best team in the NHL right now. You love to see it, boys. What are you thinking? I don't think that's a stretch, to be honest. I mean, right now they're what three zero and one without Fox, Igor, and Hedl, and they've nine zero and one their last ten. I mean, I'm gonna look at the league standings right now, actually, because I don't think they're in first, but. I mean, they're obviously in first in the Metro. As far as the league goes, they're third right now behind Vegas and Boston. It is very premature, but our boy Dom at the Athletic has the Rangers as the highest-ranked team, 43% to win the Cup. No, 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 no. It's early, though. No, it was was 43% to lose the Cup. What? Is it? Yeah, yeah. It was – we were fourth highest. I, I saw the article, too. We're wow. the favorite I to come in second. We're the yeah. It was well, I had the it same was, information as you, Avery. I thought it was I no, it was, no. It was it was ahead of us. So us and the bees were tied percentage. You're talking about the adjusted rankings, right? He like put that article out and it said what was originally were zero percent, and then it changed the percentage. That's what you're Stand talking about. By. I'll be looking at this because um, I saw that. Wait, can we also just talk, talk about how? I think us three, for the most part, since we've been doing the show together, have always been like patient on Lafreniere, and the fact that he is taking. We've been off his biggest fans. Yeah, I, I really think we have. Yeah, I don't also, think we really be able to find a bad take about Laf. I think in, uh, in the beginning of the season we mentioned that this is his make or break year in terms of how yeah. we feel about him going into the future. But I don't think we've ever said anything no, bad in no. terms of sending I think we've him all- down, trading him. No, I think we've all agreed. The I think the only thing we said is if he doesn't perform this year, like good chance he's not a ranger next year. I mean, that was that was it, which is and a very performs, logical thing. Yeah, and he, if he performs, he might be a ranger for the next 15 years. Um, yes, granted, I mean, big shout out to uh, suck my balls, Grinelli, because <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I came out of nowhere. We we can cut that. We can cut that. But no, um, no, no. We can send that that to G. But he shit on me. He shit on me when I said Lafreniere will be a thirty goal scorer, 
And he was like, you're crazy. Not me. He won't even get 25 and in his Boston accent. And I love you, G, but, you know, no. He's going to get over 30 goals. Yeah, yeah. He shit on me. And he was like, you're crazy. No way. Like, he'll be lucky to get 20. Yeah, buddy. He already has seven. He's 14 games in the season. Loppy's here, Mikey. Loppy's here. I actually think I I think I think sided with G there. I didn't think Loppy. No, you did. You both yeah, you you did. both went at me. I probably Avery, did, too. Avery, yeah. were you on the episode? Yeah, I was at my uh, at my corporate job. Oh right, right, right. I remember. No, no, you stayed silent like that whole episode. You didn't really talk. Yeah, but... it was it was it was an awkward one for me. Yeah. I was at my corporate job, but I wanted to hop on because G was there, and I was kind of like, yeah, not yeah. in my office, but I was supposed to be in my office type deal. But it doesn't matter now, boys. The actual model was forty three percent to win the metro. Was... Yeah. But, well. that's the highest we've been in maybe 15 years but if you look if you keep looking down i think in that same article it was like percent to win the cup percent to come in second of the cup whatever we're the favorites to come out of the east or come in second for the cup whatever that means but i think we're gonna win the cup so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm starting to believe johnny johnny's yeah. gone from you know, I think the Rangers are going to have a further regression than last year. No, okay. I, said ceiling, I said ceiling was conference final. I just can't get excited about this. This team is buzzing. New hockey news article breaking. Air, <laughs> how many times are you going to watch that shot tomorrow? Yeah. No, no, no. But hold on. Before we get into that, I will say if the season ended today, Johnny's snapping on his takes. He said the Devils were a prime regression candidate. They do not look good. Obviously, they don't have their top two centers. But Johnny's Johnny's low key snapping a little bit. I'll give, I'll give him that. He's doing well on his takes, really bad on his bets. Bro, really bad yeah. on his bets. And re- I mean, bro got absolutely, we can get into it. He bro got torched for that question for Lafayette. And listen, I thought it was a fun question. I liked it. I think it's fair to ask him that. You asked, I don't know who you asked at media day during the Stanley Cup last year, but he seemed to like the question. So I don't hate it. He's a young kid. He's probably just saying that because, you know, it's, it's not something that he's really thinking about right then, but I'm sure he went home and maybe watched it once. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'll start by saying this. Had his answer been any different, that could have been the best question of the entire postgame. If he said, yep. like, yeah, that was sick, like, then it's a great – the way he answered it didn't make it a great question, right? I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, give Laffy any, like, crap, whatever. Like, he's being a humble guy. He's buttoned up. He's aware of his situation. And, you know, there's a lot of attention on him right now. And, listen, he's been criticized for the last four years. I wanted to lighten the mood a bit. Like, the Rangers have won nine out of their last ten. It's not like I asked him that fucking question and they've lost four in a row, right? Like, the vibes are very high. I was like, oh, this is something that nobody else will probably ask. Everyone's going to ask how it felt to tie the game with 11 seconds left, what it was like going into that shootout move, if you were going to make that move or if you did it on the fly. Like, there's so many things that are the obvious questions. Could have been worse. You could have asked him. I said it could have been worse. You could have asked him, how happy are you we didn't trade you to Columbus last offseason? So. Well, but but here's the thing too. Like I wanted to make the point about I think just humans in general, right? Like whenever I do something cool and I know there's a camera, or you guys do something cool, you know there's a camera. Like you know how many people send me their like live barn highlights from their beer league that like Yo. they score, you know, like a a, a tap in on, on a back door. Like Lafreniere just went behind Peter Sakura vintage shelf in a shootout after he tied the game with 11 seconds left. He he has three goals, four assists in his last four games. The kids like. Literally, probably having the best 
five games of his career right now. And I thought maybe he would say, I was trying to team up for something funny there. That's really good. You, you've done way worse. Like I actually wasn't going to grade that question bad. I, I'd give that yeah. question about a, a B minus to a B range. I thought it was okay. Uh, I, there's definitely some that are in the CF range that Cody and I have discussed before. Yeah. But also, how about Molly this morning? Like the first thing Molly tweeted this morning was, "How many times did you watch that Lafreniere shootout goal last night?" Like I, I don't that. know if she was trolling me. I doubt she was, but yeah, I, I think yeah. that was the point of her tweet was yeah. trolling you. But anyways, I, I liked your question a lot, uh, Lavi. I thought it was, that was like a B plus. I thought it was a pretty good question. Yeah, the Lavi question, I'd give B plus, A minus range, absolutely. So you said a couple weeks ago, you're gonna have to find different ways to win every night tonight. <laughs> Six on five, you convert the extra attacker. Can you just talk about the group in front of the goaltenders? Because right now, Louie and Jonathan have played great, but it doesn't seem like it matters who's in net with how the group is playing in front of the Yeah, I mean, I, ultimately, right, it's a team sport. And so I think um, <clears throat> right now the guys are ex going into a game just expecting to win a hockey game. And uh, Louie played great for us. Jonathan's played quick the entire season. And um, he was really good tonight. There was some... There were some big saves he made. I don't think we were particularly sharp to start the second period. Um, I thought we got going after the the, the penalty, the power plays. I thought we got going and we picked it up, but um, there were still big saves that had to be made. I mean, they only had three shots in the third period, but man, one of them was a real tester, and he was he was up to the task on that one. So he stayed focused inside of that third period, which sometimes is harder to to keep on point like that. And so um, the goaltending's been. All three goalies that have played have been really good. And um, like you said, the team's finding a way to get it done. You know, you're 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 improving. And also, speaking of, like, us doing something cool and then talking about it or watching it back, remind me, at, as soon as we're done recording, I got to show you guys the funniest thing of all time. Okay. You're going to die. You're going to die, both of you. But what does it have to do with? It's, like, me being half asleep, feeding – Griffin this morning or yesterday morning and I forgot we have like the Nanit camera and you could like watch it back and Jackie like watch something back and send you guys are just gonna die I'll show you I'm after. so concerned at what you did <laughs> this is not fair to the viewers all right so let's also get into I did I, I also, do my lips do look ridiculous I'm yeah like, no they look absurd you look like you're on fucking Love Island USA people. bro I hope this encourages more people to go on the YouTube, but let's get into a little bit of non-Rangers slash kind of Rangers news. Patrick Kane, uh, I don't know who this guy Abe is on Twitter, but he did mention that the Buffalo Sabres are going to sign Patrick Kane. A lot of people were asking me questions. The truth of the matter is I don't have the answers. I just tell everybody what I'm told. At the end, of the, people think that like I, I know everything. When I hear something, I put it out on Twitter at the end of the day. Like, oh, my dad hates when I say at the end of the day. And I, it's, it's programmed in my head, you, and I uh, say it a lot. I was going to say something when I edited the last pod. I think you might have said it eight times. It's crazy. Yeah. I said it. I was in the car the other day, and I said it in the car, and I couldn't believe it. I was I was trying so hard not to say it, and I said it. Yeah. How that's like, that what was yours? Uh, you've actually been really good at it. You know? No, you you used to say like uh fuck what I say. I yeah. I I erased it from my mind, so I don't. Oh, say with it. that being said, with that being yeah. said, yes, yeah, yeah. it took years for me to get um and, out of my. And head. you would be you would be, to, every, that, to that point to that, that, that point. Yeah, it, it takes you so many years to get um and like out of your head. Like people dude, say it like all the time. Everybody, but for where did I get at the end of the day from? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't At the end of the day, what's yeah, really important is that we're all dude. friends. Yeah, dude. But all right. Anyways, Patrick Kane. Anyways, I'll let you guys know if I hear anything right now. I, I don't know anything. I don't know if that guy's credible. If he is, congratulations to the Buffalo Sabres. They get a great player offensively, not so great defensively, but who cares? You get Patrick Kane. I would love him if, if the Rangers end up getting him. You'll you'll see it on my Twitter. But somebody was like, "Oh." You were the you were the one who said they got him. I said find the tweet and I'll send you a hundred bucks. Didn't send me the tweet, so yeah. I clearly did not say that. Did, to be fair, do, sorry, what were you saying, Cody? No, no, no. I was just gonna say, do we have fan questions today? Yeah, we do. But I was gonna say, just last thing on this, like Avery was on the money with that last year. So anyone who doesn't say like Avery is reliable in this sense, like the one player I trust Avery with is Patrick Kane because you were spot on. Yeah, baby, and I got his jersey. I really want him to come back. Come on. Yeah. All right, let's talk about one thing though before wait, we go into fan wait, questions. I, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Blue Jackets defense attorney. Suck it! I'll see you in February. Blue Jackets are trash. <laughs> you got nothing on me. Peace, bro. For people who don't know, people Cody has just been beefing with this person on Twitter for I don't know how long now. It's been, it's been going on for like eight months. This random Columbus fan. Just has been beefing with Cody, and it's the funniest thing. I could, I was crying laughing because Cody was like, You know, she had a tweet ready with 10 yeah. seconds left in the game, dude. Dude, for sure. Because the, the, when I crushed her, her response was like, I'll take the point, lol. Bet we had you sweating. That was her response. And I'm like, I know, I know you had some crazy ass response ready to go, like, and take me out, my savior, laugh. All right, Johnny. Can we talk, yeah, I just want to talk about one thing before we go into fan questions. Yeah, and I think we our, what? Oh, okay. I think we have to give our thoughts on that goal review. That was the first absurd, of all, absurd. The longest. Absurd. I don't like to bash the refs ever, but I think this was like Insane. probably the worst non-goal call I think I've seen as far as the Rangers. Dude, timeout. You saw the goal in the fucking net, and yeah. they they can't have intent to blow the whistle if they don't blow the whistle. Like, <laughs> what? That's, yo, I'm thinking right now, I want a million dollars, but I don't have a million dollars. What am I going to do? Like, the funniest thing about it, though, Cody, like no matter what sport you're playing as a kid, what, what are you taught by every coach? You don't stop till the whistle blows. Play to the fucking whistle. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's literally the number one lesson you're taught as an athlete is to play to the whistle. And we see the puck in the net before the ref's hands even go up. So like five I, I seconds before. Like so I didn't get to hear the broadcast. What were like Sam and Joe saying? Because I heard dude, they were Sam, like, Sam and Sam was floored. He was floored. He was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is for sure a goal. Like, there's no way this isn't a goal. I mean, you see it in the net. Like they showed an angle. He's like, Oh my god, it's he's like, it was like four seconds before the ref blew. Oh yeah, this is a goal. And then and then when they called it, he's like, That was that is just that is just awful. <laughs> yeah, he was baffled. He couldn't believe it. And listen, if you know me, the last month, if you follow my socials, I'm the biggest ref supporter in the world. I've been going to games dressed as a ref, cheering for the refs. I've been the biggest ref in the world. That was the biggest bullshit I've ever seen in my entire life. It took five minutes. It was a five-minute long review. They were just take. the five-minute review was just them trying to figure out what the fuck they were going to say to the MSG crowd. They had no idea. Crazy. The puck was in the net the whole time. Will Cooley skated around the net, and he pointed. He was like, it's in the net. That whole intent to blow the whistle thing, no, I, I don't really – I don't understand that. I don't understand that at 
all. How is there intent to blow the whistle when you don't? Cody said it perfectly. How, yeah. how can you have intent to blow the whistle when you don't blow it at all? They didn't, the, the whistle didn't blow once. He just put uh, his hands up. At the end of the day, that ref's a dick. I all didn't right. say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody's on one tonight. All right. Uh, fan questions. We going to fan questions? Yeah. Dude, take that Yankees head off. They suck. Dude, did you see what Cashman said about staying? We're not talking. We're not getting into that. This is a Rangers podcast. Did you, did you see what he said? Did, yes, yes, did I send yes, you that? Did I send yes, you that? No, but it was about Stanton. Yeah, I saw it. It's horrible. Crazy. And nobody wants to hear about it, especially the Mets fans that listen to this podcast, which I'm sure there are many. Many. Oh, my God. We have so many questions. I love that. Choose Fire them off. All right, you ready? Can so I, I get I'll, I'll pick and choose. I'll pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, Lauren Khaleesi, how come the Rangers have the week off? Thank you. That happens every year. I feel like every year teams no, get two. No, 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 no. Teams but, get a specific bye week. This week, for whatever reason, they just have like five Yeah, days. Joe was talking about it on the broadcast. They usually do have a specific bye week, but this is not it. This is just like a, a clump in the schedule, which at the same time, someone tweeted at us about it. Johnny, I think you retweeted it. It couldn't have happened at a better time for us. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Actually, no, I saw Jake. I think Jake quote tweeted it. Uh, My brother? Yeah, I think Jake did. I saw that Jake. I saw Jake quote tweet that saying, like, you know, Igor's hurt. Heedle hasn't even skated yet. Like, this is the time where you Lindy just went down. Is he okay? Uh he's they said he's upper body day to day right now. You know, they don't give out specific. Like we still don't even know Foxy's like confirmed injury, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah, I guess that's it for that. Uh there will be another bye week, but it does suck though, because the team's rolling right now. The Devils are a little bit shorthanded. Like it would have been nice to keep that momentum going. But again, like you know, a, a week of good practices and whatnot, like they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, next one from B Bass ninety eight is Lafreniere a franchise player? Yes. Uh, yeah. I I think. Are you ready well, to now? Well, well, by franchise player, do you mean like like a brand? The guy, um, no, I mean, oh, you can't say that. Oh, no, no, I meant more of like, I meant like, more of like, you, drafted him, you yeah. drafted him number one overall. You want to keep him if he keeps playing this good, yeah. But I, no, 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 different no, story. He's, he's, he's not a Jack Hughes yet, but yeah, well on his way. I agree, not a, not a Jack Hughes yet, benefiting a lot from playing with bread, yeah, that's for sure. And and from Laviolette, like, give Laviolette credit for throwing Lafreniere out there on the six on five. I mean, obviously, that line's been buzzing the entire time. But, you know, that would have never happened last year under Gallant. Yeah, no, no chance, dude. Uh, okay, Brandman7694, who has impressed you so far this season? Mine is Lafreniere and Cooley. Dude, can we talk about fucking – we talk about him every episode now, but Gus Bus, man, four-game point streak. Guy's got 10 points in 14 games. I think he's at a plus seven right now. Maybe really? even plus ten. Yeah. Uh, he actually is plus, plus seven. But He's a legend. Holy shit, what a signing. Yeah, I think those those three names stick out. And then I think you go Jonathan Quick also. He's been unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And Duke Keandre's been incredible. Keandre's been incredible. But to, to micromanage, you can't ask for more than a guy like Jonathan Quick. Some of the fans like to get on him. I don't understand why, because your number one goalie goes down. Obviously, the best goaltender in the NHL, one and two, you can argue it, but you, you can only ask for so much when your backup goaltender steps in, and he's been phenomenal. I, he, he, he's done more than we've asked for, and honestly, the goals that he let up last night, they weren't even that bad. They were more just defensive breakdowns. They weren't really on quick. Yeah. What was the, yeah, yeah, they, were, they actually weren't. The third bad. one was a rebound, but no, yeah. none of our defensemen were there. 
No, it was a weird turnover off a faceoff. Like they just yeah. had a quick little transition play, like a three on two, and uh, I think Corrali buried that thing. But uh, next one, B Litris X nine. What do we have to do to wake up Zip? Need him to get going eventually. I mean, so he's just, been playing really well. He's just not scoring goals. Um, Stats-wise, Mika has two goals, eight assists, 10 points in 14 games. Yeah, I mean, I think he's playing fine. I, let, let's be real here. Mika's always been a very streaky player. It's who he yeah. is. Um, you know, I, I do think at some point he's going to start going with the goals and just not look back. Um, but I, I wouldn't. I think he's just got to keep doing his thing. I mean, he's not making mistakes out there. He's playing pretty well. He's he's but he was buzzing in OT um, against the Jackets. I, I think he's just got to keep doing th- doing his thing. And you know, the goals are going to come, and the one timers are going to come once once he gets in one or two. I, I think he's just going to explode. He must have had ten one timers last night in that game. Probably four hit the net, but oh my god, he was loading them up. But yeah, he had the hardest shot of the game. I'm pretty sure like 92 miles an hour, they were showing it, but Mika, he'll be fine. Like we know what Mika can do in, in March, especially Mika March. He's known for, as Cody said, being a streaky player, but at the same time, he also provides big games in October, November, just like he'll, he'll have those games, of course. So I, I wouldn't say he needs to wake up. I just think he, He'll find you, his touch. You know who looks sorry to interrupt, but you know who looks sick against us against the jackets. And Fantilli. I've said to you for such a long what? Oh, we're gonna say Fantilli. No, no, no. I somebody on the jackets who I said to you for the longest time I wanted us to trade for him. Dude, Jack Roslovit looked so good. Yeah, he's nasty. I don't remember you ever saying you wanted to trade for Jack Roslovit. If you play back our episodes, Johnny, over the last three years or whatever. On the trade it, for everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. I've named him many, many times. He looks sick. Also, he like broke his ankle yesterday, which kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. My two big takeaways from Columbus are I forgot they had Johnny Gaudreau and Zach. I forgot Wierenski. they had Patrick Lana. And and Zach Wierenski's one of the best defensemen in the league that's so underrated because he's always hurt. Yeah, fair. That's a good point. All right. This is actually a really fun one. And think back like pretty deep from uh Rondi Check. What was your favorite? Uh, memory as a child at MSG, and then they wanted to say, "Mine was riding the Zamboni." My brother is still jealous. I like that. That's a great question. I, I actually have one in mind. Uh, if you guys want me to start, there's so seems many. like you want to. I, well, I mean, I yeah. want to give you guys a think, but mine was so my like first MSG, I think playoff game or playoff moment. Uh, definitely not my first playoff game. Probably like second or third playoff game. It was the 2008 series against the Penguins. The Rangers were down like three nothing in that series. It kind of seemed like it was dead, but. I remember this one guy, and, and this is when I was like, you know, like when we were younger, like I did not like Sidney Crosby. Like I hated mm. Crosby because the Rangers were always playing the Penguins, and he was like known to be that whiny superstar, right, like back in his day. Now I couldn't have more respect for the guy. like love Crosby, but like when I was 12 years old, this guy wore a scuba suit to the garden, and this is when the garden had like that, like that walkway inside the bowl. Remember, like you can kind of walk around it like the Coliseum used to be? Yeah. This guy had a scuba suit and a sign that said like nice dive 8.7. And it was just like getting everyone to cheer and like taunt Crosby. And it was unreal. I think Yager ended up scoring a sick goal in that game and got like taken out by Brooks Orpik. Like he came across the middle and got clipped after he scored. Dubinsky had like the game winner. But that was my first ever like, holy shit, MSG in the playoffs. I'm 12 years old, hearing the asshole champ for the first time, like seeing Dancing Larry for the first time. Like that was my, I think it was game four, 2008 against the Penguins. Like that was my favorite childhood uh, MSG moment. That's a good one. Cody? Um, Cody, you know, 
He was 19. <laughs> Actually, he was 23, but um, <laughs> um, no, you, you know, it was my favorite. So growing up, um, my family would always go to Florida and we'd go to Sunrise and we'd go to some Panthers games. And, you know, it was my parents have a place there. It was pretty close. Um, but I grew up like idolizing Pavel Bure. And eventually he got traded to the Rangers and, or, or they signed it. I don't even remember or they signed him. That was, um, that was, a, that was like early 2000s. Damn, you're old. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Bro's hella old. It was like, it wasn't that early. It was like, it was like 2003, dude. I, think, I was, yeah. Yeah. It was like 10. You're telling something when you're 12. Why can't I tell something when I'm 10? All right. Anyways. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So, um, I remember I went to a game against the Yotes and, and I just remember he like, it was my first time seeing him in, in, you know, my favorite team's gear. And he just, I think he scored, he either scored two goals that game or three goals. Um, and it was just awesome. And I loved it. That is sick. Yeah. I, I would have liked to see Pavel Burry on the Rangers. I mean, I, I don't really remember it because I was young. They had so many stars. Like, so it's insane. Bure, Lindros, Yager. Like, yeah, Yager. Like, insane. People forget how good Yager was at, on the Rangers. Yeah. Like, Yager right, was like Panarin level on the Rangers. Um, My favorite one of all time, there's been so many, but the one that always sticks out was Henrik Lundqvist would always, after games, stick. You know, we go out in the crowd, he would do the stick thing and and it became a thing where he would throw his stick and it it, it got crazy to a point where he couldn't do it anymore because fans would really fight over it, but the way the old Rangers tunnel was, it was in the middle, so he would always shoot out and just go straight out or he would curl out to the left. He would never go to the right and our seats were always to the right. And all I ever all I ever wanted at that point in my life was a Henrik Lundqvist stick. And uh one Fumbled game it. One game after uh, he had a shutout against the Avalanche. I think it was his, not his rookie year, maybe his second year. He he came out to the right, and I was standing like on the railing that was like maybe just above over the glass. So he was clearly like looking my way, and I was like, like going crazy, like whatever. And he throws the stick, but it goes over my head. I'll never forget it going directly over my head. And I was like, no. And then I turn. And my grandpa's fighting with someone with the stick. He's literally <laughs> fighting with someone with the stick. He's like, it's for my grandson. The guy finally let go. So that's like my Where ultimate, is it? Like it's it, it's at my house in Jersey. I, I couldn't I couldn't think of bringing it here because if something happened to it, yeah. like on the way there, ride wise, anything, like I it just that would just kill me on the inside. It's my awesome. it's my most prized possession. It was it was an awesome moment and uh yeah. Honestly, I think that's something that today's like kids, Rangers fans miss out on. Like when you're talking about the locker room being in the middle, I used to always go down for Nucks, like the Rangers oh, yeah. players, Nucks. But now they don't. They're like coming right out of the room, and the fans aren't as close to the boards, so yep. I don't think they can give Nucks right. Like it's yeah, they can't do that. It, it, a lot of things have changed too with yeah. all the you know the fanatics deals and stuff. Like they used to be able to give sticks out like candy, bro. They. I you the amount do. of sticks they still do. Panarin gave them last week. Yeah, but the amount the amount of sticks I have in my room, like if a broken stick happened, it would be in my it would be in my possession, like no question. But now it's like the, the these deals that they have with fanatics and whatever. I don't they, a fanatics thing, bro. It's no, it is. It's fanatics. Steiner Sports, like they own all the rights to all the gear. Steiner's the worst. Yeah, they all they, they all they own all the the rights to the gear and equipment. So when something breaks or uh, a player's done using a stick. 
they get the sticks. They get the pucks. That's why they stopped doing the logos on the pucks before the games because it became too expensive. Like, it's oh, crazy. You know yeah. Dude, I remember the pucks. Sure I, I, there was like the official warm-up puck of the NHL, yeah, right? Yeah. I have so many pucks in my room where the logos, it used to have the Rangers logo, used to have an NHL logo on it. Like, so many things have changed where the, the giveaways and the stuff is just not the same anymore. I remember – one more story before we get, get yeah. To no, this point. is good. This is like, first of all, amazing question. Ron yeah, incredible yeah. question. I remember, I forget the year the Rangers they either got swept or they lost in five to the Sabres. That unbelievable Sabres team, it was in the first round, right? Six, dude, your oldest. They, they got beat, they, they got beat really bad. This morning, like Chris Drury was on the team. Yeah, like, I thought it was when the Sabres were last in the playoffs. This has been a Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm like too young to fully remember. Well, that was 07. That was the Rose of All Overtime series. Like that, yeah, that was 07. Yeah, yeah. But it just felt like they got beat real bad. Like that the Sabres were just like a great team or whatever. And I was walking down and um, the Rangers were obviously pissed. So they just like left the ice or whatever. And Henrik like left his water bottle on the, the net. And I see it and I'm just laser focused on the water bottle. And I'm like knocking on the glass to the guy and he gave me the water bottle. So I also have Henrik's water bottle from that game. Where, where's that? That's also at home. Sick. I brought I brought hey, three, what's your address again? <laughs> I brought three things uh Rangers wise down here. I brought it's just nobody like asked. a Rangers right, logo thing. No, I'm kidding. I love you. No, no, that's no, fine. Let's no, go. Let me see your, no, let me nobody see. wants to hear nobody wants to hear this anymore. No, no I, I do, but let me see your fire uh OVO. Oh, yeah, I got the the OVO that's, uh, that's, Rangers. Yeah, Johnny hates the logo, but I like it, dude. It's fresh. Yeah. I don't like the logo. I know. I love this logo. It's sick. I I got the uh, the hat. I want the Rangers in red. I don't like that. I don't know. Doesn't yeah. pop. Doesn't pop. Shirt's cool. I'll get the shirt while you guys asking this question. All right. Well, this one's just a troll at me, Alex eleven eighty one. How many times is Lafayette going to watch the game winner? This, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still think he watched it ten times. He must have. Like the guys, right, let's, let's do let's do two more because I got to go soon. Two more. We have a lot. What do you mean we have a lot? We answered seven already. That's right. sick, Avery. Uh, Damn, okay. that's fire. Here's here's one from B Koch 32. How can Lavi boost Kako's confidence? Not sure Wheeler is the answer on the first line. Um, disagree. I think Wheeler's been playing great since he's been on the first line, first and foremost. What do you mean? Mm. He's like great. okay. Dude, he, okay, okay. He's play, he's playing better than he was playing. But because he got what two points, and he's, he's and he's no three points, and he's playing better than Kaka was playing. So he's in five. Okay, but uh, I can just—I mean, honestly, I—I I asked Lottie Lett pretty much the same question today. I can just plug that in. Um, in previous years, Alexi and Capo, their success has been somewhat paired together. Alexi obviously has a weight has risen that level a bit. What can you do to get Capo's confidence or keep that confidence up here in this? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, I still um, you're, you're right about Alexi seems to be fine a little bit. And, um, you know, I think Capo's playing hard. I think he's he's trying out there and sometimes it, it doesn't go your way. And there's probably a couple guys on our team like that that would like that reinforcement of, you know, having an impact in the game with offense or some way to tilt the game and 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 feel that confidence. Um, and we'll still we'll keep working on all the players and, and our team to try and get everybody firing on cylinders. And, um, you know, he is, he is working hard. He's a, a great kid. He cares. And, you know, I think 
find that game, find that shift, find that game that, that unlocks him and gets him going, that would be a that would be a real positive. Possibly. Possibly. That's the way it you know, that's the way it works sometimes. There's there's peaks and valleys for everybody. You know, inside of a season there's there's peaks and valleys for your power play, there's peaks and valleys for your team and you hope that there's more peaks and that's how you you know you can find success than there are valleys. But the same thing holds true for players. It changes from year to year. You never you never know when not talking about capital, but you never know when a career year is gonna be and you never know when your low year is gonna be. That's just the wave of teams and players and like I said, you hope for more of the good stuff and less of the valleys. And that tweet with Blake yeah, I mean, it's. I, th I think it's been. I think it's been good from a from a team standpoint. There seems to be a good balance in the lines, and even in even Capel playing with uh, Benino and Cooley like that line's been effective. And um, when you're talking about effective and you're talking about team success, you know, that means winning and having positive shifts and doing the right things. And um, from what I'm saying is, I think you want to see that. Players can grab confidence, I think, more when they actually see that impact from themselves inside the game. But the lines for me have had a balance and a flow to it where we've been able to roll lines and get them out there and, and see some, some production, even if it's actually not the puck going back in the back of the net. There's production. There's good things that happen. There was a goal that was called back last night. And so that was that line that you're talking about just just recently, just earlier in the conversation here. And, um, you know, so there's positives that are coming from it. I think it'll, it'll it'll all figure itself out. Wait, can I also read the text? I'm not going to say who it's from, but the text I got last night after Lafreniere. Yeah. Uh, where is it? I got to find it. I got a text last night after the game. Cody must be shooting loads all over his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Who he fucking was. said that? I'm not going to say who, but that was so No, funny. fucking tell me uh, right I, now, I, dude. I, there's there's three people it could be, and and two of the two no, of it, it Do wasn't it. AJ or Alex, if that's... No, it was a listener of the show. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, just tell us who it is, dude. We can no. cut this. No, we can I'm cut this. Uh, Are you kidding one? me? I'll tell you after. Next one, Stephanie Gross tattoos. Do we keep Troach on the second line even after Heedle's back? I think a yeah. thousand percent. Trochek right now is on fire. Can I just read those those three guys' stats the last four games? Yeah, yeah go ahead. All right, last four. Panarin, three goals, five assists. Lafreniere and Trocek each have three goals, four assists. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. And in you case you all didn't see his tweet from earlier, that's that's the red caption on version. What? Didn't you tweet it earlier, that exact thing? I think maybe. Yeah. You did. This is did. so good for me because you, you guys thought I was crazy when I gave my Trocek prediction. So, Well, and yeah. So no, yes. I, well, I also thought – we thought Trocek would be on the third line. So – you know, yeah, so we reduce. Yeah, oh, didn't Avery say like 75 points or something crazy? I think so. Yeah. I'll tell yeah, you what it was, but he he did answer me. Happening. He did reply to me on Instagram and he loved it. Yeah. So that's that's gas, dude. Um, can I also just give a shout out to Louis Domingue? He's like the sweetest guy in the planet. Like I said Louis. 68 points. 68. But yeah, no, Louis awesome. Yeah, he kind of looks like Eagle too. Huh? He kind of looks like Heedle, too. Do you notice that? AJ and Alex and I were talking about that in the apartment. He kind of looks like him. I see yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. All right, next one from Joe Manzi 55 Why is it when Truba hits someone, he gets a penalty, but when they hit us, it's okay? Uh, it's kind of like one of those stigma things where people just know Truba as the guy who lays the big hits. He's obviously had a lot of questionable ones. So when you see him 
lay a hit on somebody. It's a fast game from the bench. It might look different than what it looks like for us on the TV. So he well that, that's that's the stigma that that's built around him around the league around fans like that's just the way they feel about him i know from my perspective that hit last night was a, a clean initial contact that at the end there was a little bit of leg contact but like we all talk about it's a fast game they they're not planning on doing this i, I don't genuinely think truba has any dirty bone in his body he's just a, he plays a hard game Yo, it's pretty effed up that Truba went on thirty-two thoughts and not the blue crew, but it's fine. Well, that was during that was during the player media tour, like in Vegas. Like that's all, all the guys are like kind of there to go through. All right, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Speaking of thirty-two thoughts, McDavid's pretty pissed off, dude. Connor McDavid doesn't want to play for Edmonton anymore. Even though, even though Johnny wouldn't give up half our team for him. Oh, shout out, uh, Chris Knobloch too. Speaking of Edmonton, yeah. that's mm. awesome. Good really for cool him, for dude. Him. Should I try to find uh, reunite, him, reunite him with McDavid as an inside Russian agent just to convince McDavid to come to New York? I love his it. His press conference was really cool today. He like got super emotional talking about how much it meant to him. That was really cool. I like that. All right. So just for, I guess before we wrap up, I won't I won't ask. I do I do want to ask one more question because Cody was a year too early on this. My good friend Brett, my good friend Ben Lown, like one of my best friends, he he submits this literally every single week. And I just always he just does it to be funny, but he says, "Will the Ducks win the cup?" Literally every single week in our in our questions. Like yeah. Cody last very high in the Ducks. Obviously, Frank Petrano right now is laying it up, but still high in the Ducks, dude. Quack quack quack. Um, all right, last thing they're I'll eight say. And six. They're eight and six. They're yeah, they're buzzing. Last thing I'll say since we we probably won't have another episode this week just because there's a lot going on, um, and the Rangers only play on Saturday, so we'll probably just record Sunday for for Monday. Okay, yeah. uh, but. Rangers play the Devils on Saturday night. Obviously, a rematch from last year's playoffs. You better. Hughes and Heashier are out. Not sure if they're still playing. Would it be the same impact it, if they're it would? Since we don't have our two best players on. That's the true. Team. That's true. And I would I easily argue. I would easily argue having Igor out is more of an impact than having Hughes out. Igor will most likely play. He seemed fine in practice today. We shall see. It's uh, that's an interesting take, Cody, because. With the way the Rangers have played, without listen, they haven't before, played top before. Be, before I before I make this statement, can I also read stats before you make the statement? Yes, I wrote them down. Oh, since, oh. since the departure of, or since not the departure, since the injury to Fox, Hedo, and Eeyore, the rain. It's there's been four games. Rangers are three zero and one. They are eighth in goals for per game, scoring four. They're tenth in goals against per game, two point seven five. Their power play is actually second at 37.5%, which is insane because we all thought the power play would struggle a lot yep. without Foxy. And the penalty kill has been perfect at 100%, which is fucking enough. They haven't really taken that many penalties too, which is crazy. I just but, have to read those stats out because that's – Yeah, no, of course. Before yeah. Listen, before I make this statement, I have to preface the fact – the undeniable fact that Igor, that Fox, they mean more to this team than pretty much anybody. But what I will say is – is that the Devils' goaltending is so bad that I think them losing their top two centers 
is hurts them more than losing Igor and Foxy hurts us because it, it our, the so mojo bad around, that they beat us the mojo around the room. The mojo around the room right now is really good. And I think anybody could be in net for the Rangers at this point. Like they, they, they're just so hot. They're scoring goals. Their power plays great. Obviously Johnny, as you mentioned, and their penalty kills been hundred percent. So the devils are hurting right now. Uh, they definitely long, have a lot of built in excuses. If, if they, if how they long is she out for and what happened to him? I don't know. They haven't really mentioned it. They That's said a couple of weeks, it. but all these at the end of the day, oh, God, I said it again. I'm done. That was the first time I've caught it though tonight. That was good. You're doing a good job. I gotta stop. No, I didn't know. I think you've done good so far tonight. Yeah, no, it's fine. But I was wow, gonna say so something. <laughs> I stopped myself. Yeah, I forgot. But the devil, the devil, the Devils are still a good team. That they've struggled, but they'll they'll be in the mix for sure, no doubt. I remember what I want to say Vinny Trocek had the quote of training camp where he said on day one, Laviolette has a no bullshit mentality, no excuses, says it all over the locker room. And I think out of the last five or six seasons, this has probably been a year where the Rangers could make the most excuses, you know, missing Foxy, Igor and whatnot, the, the long road trip at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. And they've overcome everything so far. And yeah. I think that is just a huge testament to this team. And that's why I think I'm a huge believer right now is because even with these guys out of the lineup, I mean, even with like the travel and the road trips and and everything that could have went against them, even the calls the other night, like the five minute major being reduced to a two, the goal not counting, like the Rangers are taking all the fucking shots, but they're getting back up every time. And I'm not going to say no quit. So uh, I was just going to say that's Johnny's way of saying unretire, no quit in New York forever. No, well, I actually like clip that. Yeah, I, I I was thinking last night, like oh shit, like that's the perfect no quit New York kind of kind of game. Um, because that was a game, right? Like nothing's going their way, and they find a way with ten seconds left to, to tie it up, right? Like, you know, I, I think, uh, like I said, every excuse in the book you can think of to to lose that game, right? Like, and they just find a way, um, and it's been really impressive. And I think it all starts with Laviolette. Like he is really just, like, is he not? Don't not even the Rangers. Is he just not the perfect like coach for New York sports and what we try to embody? Yeah. Yep. yep. He's yeah, the guy. He's great. He's the guy. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I like. I have on my end today. Um, Is he? All, I, I, I'm trying to think of who I would compare him to, like NFL wise. He's kind of like Bill Belichick. Lordy, lordy, save, save yourself. I don't okay. know much about Wait, why? He's better than that. Maybe because no, no, Belichick no, no, won. He's like soft spoken. He's obviously won so much. Yeah, but there's a bunch of. I mean, there's there's. A bunch Isn't of Belichick guys. like a little more sneakier though? In terms of what? Can you like cheat a ton of times and shit? I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about his demeanor. Oh no, I think he's he's not a very like like I don't I don't know Belichick enough, but like Lobby lets a very like well spoken, like even humorous at times kind of guy. Like he's 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 just all around just unbelievable person. I think. All right, you could know? be bad take. Could be bad take. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll I think it's really on cool one. that he's had the the players' families come to practice, like. That was cool. He just needs to really connect with all these guys. Like everyone has, I mean, obviously they're winning, so it's easier said than done. Well, not easier said than that, but you know what I mean? Um, when you're winning games, everything's a little bit easier, but the guys just seem to resonate so well with his message. Um, and that's really encouraging to see. And, you know, I think this summer, all three of us, I mean, me especially, I was like, I don't think Panarin's going to respond well to the hard-ass kind of coach that he might be with the lack of confidence he had in the playoffs last year. And now he's one game away from a point 
you know, franchise record, right? 14. Uh, Talking about years. bad takes when Johnny was like, let's kill him. Yeah. Um, no, no, but he he was, <laughs> he was definitely right in that sense. But I also had mentioned that he almost took a really bad Capitals team to the playoffs last year. Yeah, really Bob bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yo, Caps are low key sneaky good right now. Sneaky. sneaky. Are they? Yeah. Sonny, Mil- Sonny Milano was such a good sign. In third place, dude, in the Metro. I haven't watched the Capitals game. I don't think all year. I yeah. actually watched. I actually watched them two days ago. So yeah, they're not a team that you really just kind of want to turn on the TV, even though they still have Ovi. It's just yeah. I just I feel like I haven't been interested in them this year at all, to be honest. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really going to be it for this week, and we'll record again Sunday. Um, any final thoughts, boys, before we wrap it up? No, sir. Nope. Had a no good day. Had a good yeah, time with the boys. You guys are just both talking on top of each other. I don't know either. I think Avery was just talking about booties. I was just saying, looking forward to beating the Devils, and uh, yeah. Send it off, Cody. LFGR, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.